This is Small Talk with 101 ESPN's Michelle Smallman. Hey, what's up? It's episode 126 of Small Talk. Your host, Steve Cerruti and Michelle Smallman are here. Cerutes, I have a couple things on the housekeeping agenda that we need to get to before we dive into the pod. Is that okay? Yeah, I love it. Let's go. Okay, first of all, I need you to explain to me what's going on with the stock market because the group <laughs> chat is bumping. I woke up this morning and every person I knew in the group chat was Jordan Belfort overnight. And everyone's talking about GameStop and they're talking about the stock market and about shorting things. And I have no idea what anyone is talking about. So have you gotten into the stock game and can you explain to me what's going on? It's so funny. After the big short came out and... Um everything that went down with that in the housing market, everyone kind of felt like they were a financial expert. I think it's cool to be like, oh, let's talk about stocks with my friends to make sure everybody knows that I'm, you know, I'm super smart, which I don't know anything about it. I'm interested in it, but I know, know nothing about it. But I do think I have a grasp on what exactly happened with the GameStop stuff. So you want me to explain it to you? I don't know why it happened. I don't even know the intricacies of, you know, shorting a stock. I just know what it is, basically why everybody's pissed off. First off, do you know what GameStop is? Yes. It's a place where you sell old video games and consoles, right? Yeah. I mean, you could also buy new ones there too. It's it's, okay. it, it's kind of like the blockbuster of, of games. And I understand why you would think that that company would fail. So what was happening were these hedge fund guys, um, and I think these big multi-billion dollar companies looked at GameStop and said, this business in a pandemic when no one's even going to a store, if you're selling copies of hard copies of video games and things like that in consoles, that's probably not a great business model going forward. <laughs> so I'm going to short this stock. And shorting the stock means that you think it's going to fail. You think the stock price is going to go down. So you make a bet on the stock price going down. You can make money from that. And to my understanding, what happens is, is you borrow the shares from someone, you sell them off at whatever price they are, you buy, and then you buy them back at a cheaper price and give them back to the person you borrowed them from, hence making up the difference and making that money, right? So that's what happened, I guess. Okay. That's, 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 at least, that's at least what the stock people, were, you know, these hedge fund bros on Wall Street were doing. And somehow, and this is where I don't understand, dudes on Reddit and smart people on Reddit, not like guys in their mom's basement eating Hot Pockets, smart people on Reddit (laughs) figured out that if they bought up all of this stock, the price would, I guess, go way up. So this stock that was terrible, that was probably, I think, selling at like $5 a share, ended up going all the way up to $200 a share. And these guys who were banking on the stock price going down had to pay the difference. So they lost billions of dollars on this stock exchange. So oh, everyone on Wall wow. Street was pissed off, but all the regular people are like, screw you guys on Wall Street because you exploit the system all the time. Why is it not okay for the little man to exploit the system as well? So that's kind of the back and forth. I'm sure I didn't explain everything perfectly, but that to my knowledge on, a most, on the most basic level is what happened. So did they find a crack in the code? Is this something that can now be replicated with other stocks? That I'm unclear on because there are also, you know, people were talking about the same thing with AMC, like the movie theater company. I saw that. That's in the group chat too. People and, were saying, I'm going to own a movie theater. I'm like, what is going yeah, on? But I, I believe the stock exchange halted the sale of that stock because this thing was basically going to happen again. Now, I don't know if this is something that's going to happen all the time, but it, it definitely they definitely found a loophole essentially in this. And I think it is, le- it's not illegal. To my knowledge, it's not illegal. It's maybe frowned upon, but it's not illegal. Um, so I don't know if this is something that's going to happen, if it's going to change the stock market forever. We should maybe talk to an expert who knows way more about that than I do, because you know I dabbled in E-Trade one time and it didn't go super well. Um, <laughs> but, but to my knowledge, like I'm sure all the, guys, all the dudes with you know, Robinhood accounts think that they're killing it right now and everybody thinks that they're Gordon Gecko or whatever. But 
to my knowledge, that's what happened. And I mean, please explain to me if I got something wrong, but it was really fun to follow. But you're right. Everybody on Twitter, everybody in the group chat thought that they were an expert and they wanted to feel smart by talking about this. I just tried to read a lot about it. And that's the only reason I know anything about it. Okay. Well, thank you for that finance lesson, Professor Cerruti. I appreciate (laughs) Some of my friends are in finance and one of the guys kept writing 5MM or what's, I was like, what is MM? And he's like, millions, Michelle, it's millions. And I'm like, why wouldn't it be a singular M? Why is it double M's? This makes no sense to me. And I wrote back, I'm in media, dude. I'm in media. I don't know what double M's mean. Come on. Talk to me about downloads. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. Like, do you want to talk about rating shares? Because we can get into those numbers. But um, yeah, it's been very confusing, but everyone is amped. I I was like, I might need to remove myself from the chat because I have no idea what's going on. And then I thought, should I get in on this? Like, can I get in on this? I don't know how. And they were explaining to me about downloading something and um, like a SoFi thing. I don't even know, but it just seemed very complicated. All of it seemed like a lot of work. Yeah, I had a buddy who was like, oh, I thought about getting in at $100 and ultimately didn't. And the stock went up to $200. So he would have made money. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's at least what people are saying. I don't even know how you, this is stupid. I don't even know how you buy a stock. I mean, I know how you buy a stock in Robinhood, but I don't know how the process necessarily goes. And I would be so scared that I would screw it up somehow. And all of a sudden I would lose all this money. But there were guys that invested like, I don't know, 500, uh, not 500, 50K probably and made millions of dollars off of it. Like life-changing money. If I invested $50,000 in something, I would be- Terrified. Throwing up. I'd be yeah. throwing up. <laughs> yeah. Especially in GameStop, which again is not a company <laughs> that is that is doing super, super well. But yeah, no, there's a bunch of dudes on Reddit that are rolling in it right now. And they basically stole this money, not stole, I mean, legally stole this money from hedge fund guys. Wow. I mean, you got to have money to make money, right? Like if you've got 50K- Scared money, don't make money. Yeah. Scared money, don't make money. If you have 50K to gamble on, and it's essentially gambling on Game Stock or Game, what is it called? Game Stock. Stock. GameStop stock, that's <laughs> difficult to say, then yeah, I mean, you're probably in an okay position that if you lose it, I imagine, well, I mean, that's a lot of money to lose. I don't know. It's scary. It's too scary for me. I like to know that if I'm putting money on something that I'm going to get an immediate return, AKA it's going in my closet. I trust people to handle my money. I don't, I don't trust myself handling my money, if that makes right. sense. You know, right. I don't, I'm going to, I'm not going to put it in the right place. If I read Reddit and they were like, Hey, put this, you know, I would never know what was real and what wasn't. I could think somebody was probably scamming me. So shouts out to all those people that did that. Cause you're obviously way smarter than I am, but yeah, now everybody's pissed off on wall street now, but again, people don't like wall street. So it's fine. Yeah. I kind of don't care if Wall Street's pissed off and I know nothing about this, but it seems like they're doing okay. 99% of the time. They'll be all right. They'll be all right. Okay. Other housekeeping things. We have something that we're going to be trying out today and it's (laughs) (laughs) Have I done it yet? (laughs) You did, but I did not want want to interrupt you. I'm sure I did it too. Okay. So one of Steve and I's new year's resolutions was to clean up our speaking patterns. I, of course, watch Bravo. I watch The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, as we talked about last week. And the women on that show say like so much that it bothers me. It is very disconcerting. And it just sounds so lazy. It sounds so bad. And Steve and I also have this issue. If you listen to this to this podcast, some of you have commented in the reviews about it. We have our crutch words. We say like. We say honestly. We say legit. We say literally, we say all of these. You know me, Michelle. You know me, Michelle. (laughs) What what are some of the other ones? They'll pop up as we go. Yeah. But I said to Steve, 
okay, we have to break this habit. We can do this. We can break this habit. If I learned anything about 75 hard, it's becoming aware of the habit and it's consciously trying to break it. So what I did was I ordered these buzzers off Amazon and Steve's is in the mail. I even put batteries in it for you, bud. And he's going to get his next week. But throughout the show, if Steve says any of the buzzwords or miscellaneous (laughs) likes, I'm going to buzz him. So that hopefully it doesn't happen that much and that this isn't every other sentence and it gets annoying. It's but going if you, to be. If you hear a but, it's going to be a little game within the pod. And if I say it, Steve's just going to yell buzz until his buzzer arrives at his house. But yeah, this is going to be a challenge. So here we go. I'm going to do it. It's going to happen. Um, I just hope I don't do it a ton. Now I'm consciously thinking about it. So I hope it doesn't affect the way that I talk, <laughs> but it will. I'm going to sit here and pause and try to be like, okay, don't say like, like I just did. Buzz me. Um, but there it is. <laughs> Uh, so I mean, you're right. This is going to make us better, though. It's going to make us better. It's going to make us sound more intelligent. It's going to make Michelle's job editing the podcast easier. So we're all for it. And hope you guys like it. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. There's probably going to be like 100. So maybe you'll hate it. Yeah. There going to be 100 or like 100. Steve. Well, like I, I think I'm that's an acceptable one. I was, it is. I was just if kidding. I start repeating myself, it's like, oh, like Michelle said like this, then yes, that's a stupid one. That makes me sound no, dumb. I so just, do that. Anyway. I was just kidding. But I love okay. the idea. It should be fun. It should be fun. It's a little game that we're going to do called clean it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Clean it up. All right. Last piece of housekeeping before we get to what we're doing this week. Steve, I went to buy Mega Millions tickets. Shocker, I was not the winner. Very very upsetting. You don't strike me as a lotto person. Well, I am not, but the astrologer said I was going to win the lottery. That is true. And Mega Millions hit like a billion dollars. Oh, well, bless myself. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) It It hit a billion dollars, actually. I think it was 999 million. So... I'm going to buy my Mega Millions tickets. I'm at the checkout. I'm scanning the snacks. I'm seeing all the candy bars. I'm looking and I train my eye to orange Tic Tacs Mm. and I purchase them and I am obsessed. I had not had orange Tic Tacs in maybe five years, 10 years. When we were kids, I don't know if you used to do this. I used to get these all the time when we were Mm -hmm. kids. I used to pop these bad boys like candy and- They are candy, (laughs) right? Well, no, it's a the orange ones are candy. It's a breath freshener, isn't it? Uh, I, the orange ones are closer to candy than they are a breath freshener. But I'll say the orange. You're right. The orange ones are by far. Those are actually probably the only ones I've ever bought. It's been a decade easily. Probably high school was the last time I had them. But if I ever bought a Tic Tac, it was a hundred percent orange. White's pretty good too. I don't know if you've ever had the white one. I've it's ever had the white one. What are, actually? What other colors are there? I don't even know. Probably there's green, white, blue. There's white. There's green. There's orange. I don't know if there's blue. I think there is a blue. Um, I think there might be a strawberry one, like a mm. pink, like a pinkish red. Um, Not orange. Anyway, orange is by far the best. And I just wanted to let you know that I've been snacking <laughs> on orange Tic Tacs obsessively. My tongue is orange. I can't stop. I need, this is one of those things that you don't buy them because then you will just snack on them. And when I looked at what's in them on the back, the only two things that I can pronounce are sugar and artificial flavor. So it can't be great. great for Not you. 75 hard endorsed. We'll probably say that. Hard. What's the thing that makes me think so? Because I have a specific candy that I get when I go check out somewhere, and you know that they have the candy thing in front of you when you you know at the register or whatever. I always go for Mentos and specifically the fruit Mentos. Those are the ones I I look at them and I go, damn it, I can't just say no. And then you know they're gone in two seconds because I eat them in one sitting. Uh, Tic Tacs aren't really my thing. Are Tic Tacs your thing? What's your go-to candy at the register? Well, you know this about me. I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, but 
I am a superstitious person and I have a specific weird superstition when I fly. I always get a bottle of water and I get a thing of fruit flavored Mentos. They're so good. The Hudson newsstand or wherever before we took off. Remember when we used to fly Mm -hmm. on the road? I would have to go get those. So I don't buy those at gas stations, but always at the Hudson news stop before I take a flight. I have to have fruit flavored Mentos on a flight. I don't know why. It's very strange, but only acceptable to drink to eat on an airplane. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird quirk of mine and I acknowledge it. And I wonder if it's because a lot of people chew gum on a plane so that they open up their ears. Mm -hmm. And I don't like to do that because I, I I try not to chew gum because I swallow it all the time. I'll accidentally swallow it, but Mentos is the same crunch and the same chewing consistency, but it's a great flavor. My plain go-to are Mentos like you and a ginger ale. Ginger ale. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I drink more ginger ale on an airplane than I do in any other setting, probably in life. It's very yeah. strange. I don't think I've ever had a ginger ale. What? I know. I don't think I've ever, I've had. You've never uh, had a ginger ale? I don't think so. Ever. No. Like not ever. Oh, no, it's so good. You'd so. like it. It's soda, but it's, it's not like Coke. It doesn't feel like you're rotting the inside of your body out. It's it's not good for you, but it at least it tricks your mind into thinking it's good for you. And it's so refreshing. Oh my God. I didn't love it when I was little, but I love it now. I mean, a good ginger ale. Oh, it's an incredible thirst quencher. Come on. Okay. I'll have to try it. Is there a brand you like? Canada Dry is pretty nice. Um, what's the other one? Schweppes? Is it pronounced Schweppes? Sweepies? I don't know. It's, <laughs> they're both green. Just pick a green one. You'll be fine. Do you drink your Schweppies and your Laboutins? <laughs> my Laboutins? Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, one that's... of my favorite things that's ever happened on this podcast is the Laboutins. Yep. That's my bad. Louboutins. Nope. Laboutins. Sound way cooler. Laboutins. I, I pronounced it phonetically. What am I going to do? Hey, I'm not mad at it. They should call them Laboutins. Okay. Here is what we have on the board today for the podcast. We talked about it last week and we've done our homework. We are going to name our top five cities based on sports uniforms and it has to be every single uniform from every team in that city that has to pass a test to make the top five which leaves some pretty big markets out i'm going to be honest some pretty big markets are not making the list or slash and we're going to play a game called does it hold up so rudy has a theory that nothing in life can hold up so we're going to put some things to the test and see what holds up and what doesn't so steve the floor is yours. You're looking at the board. Which thing would you like to do first? Let's do the uniform stuff first because we teased it last week. I think people are excited about it and it's probably going to be the most contentious conversation. Although top five is interesting. Um, and again, it's totality. So I think you need more than one team in the city to qualify. Okay. But if you've got five teams versus two, then your five teams better be really solid. And it's the, the city with two, those two better be phenomenal. So we took the totality of the entire city, took everything into account and ranked our top fives. Also, I was remiss in welcoming our YouTube audience. So hello to the YouTube audience. What's up? And, and the YouTube audience is going to be delighted, Steve, because you're wearing a lovely cardigan. You like this? I know. This is my New England. I'm like full New England dad mode right now. I got a cardigan and a t-shirt underneath it. Oh, the like, sorry. My bad. Um, hey, that's not that bad. I feel like we've been doing okay so far. I'm yeah, trying. Right. I'm in my own head here. I'm like freaking myself out as I say like again. But yes, I'm in full dad mode. I got, you know, the sweatpants on. The, the what, are they, what are these called? The moccasins? These bad boys? Oh, yeah. Moccasins. Yeah. Or they have fur on the inside. Those oh, of nice. course. Yeah. I mean, come on. Come on. They're amazing. What are we, amateurs? I'm just a wannabe middle-aged father right now. And I'm wearing a dude sweatshirt. So <laughs> is it? That's what? like a cowl neck. I love that. No, it's a hoodie. It's a it's a dude sweatshirt. Oh, well, there you go. That's kind of in now, right? I don't it's huge on me, which I love. It's so comfortable. 
I wish, I guess it is women can wear whatever they want. That's in now. Yeah. I wish it was more appropriate for me to wear a huge male sweatshirt out. I feel like Billie Eilish. Yeah. I was gonna say Billie Eilish. I feel like the Kardashian. Well, I don't know about them, but all all those TikTok trendsetters, they all wear clothes that are massive on them. That's like a new thing. I don't know about that. I probably wear tighter clothes than they do. Yeah. You're a fitted guy. Mm, Very Euro fit. Very Euro fit. Yeah. I guess I'm, I'm getting my Billie Eilish on by wearing a man's hoodie. But it's so comfortable. I love it. Yeah, the youths would love you. Come on. Yeah, I don't need a TikTok to be in with the youths. Michelle, big in the TikTok community. Doesn't have a TikTok, but she's big in the TikTok community. (laughs) Budding TikTok star. What would you do if one day you just saw me in a TikTok? Like the Busset Challenge. Have you seen the Busset Challenge? I know. It's the one with the song, right? Yeah. How does it go? Remind me, though. I'm not going to sing it, but they start it with the Nelly song, and then it goes into the Busset song. Yeah. You know, it's like checking your reflection and tell your best friend, like, girl, I think my butt getting big. And then it drops into the Busted. song. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, know yeah. what you're talking about. So in the beginning, girls have no makeup on. They're looking fresh. And then they drop it. And they're fully glammed. And they're dropping down to get their eagle on, girl. That's that was the, there was also the, the trend where, remember, people would throw a piece of clothing up in the air. And then when it would drop, say it was a shoe, yes, right? They yes, would put a yes. shoe and then all of a sudden they were fully dressed in something. Yes. That's actually kind of cool. I don't really want to do it or partake it. in it, but Same. you could get caught in a loophole of watching those videos for a few hours and it's dangerous. I think they look very cool. I am just too lazy to do no. that. But what if you went on Twitter one day and I had uploaded a TikTok doing the bus challenge? <laughs> I would probably have Maddie text you to make sure, to make sure you were all right. Hey, why don't you reach are, out to Michelle? Things seem kind of weird over there in St. Louis. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Are you okay? I saw Jordan Woods training yesterday. I'm like, Jordan Woods from the Kardashians? And I clicked it and it was like, the replies, Steve, about Jordan Woods' busted challenge. Can I read you some of them yeah, quickly? Absolutely. Yeah. I was in tears reading these. Sometimes Twitter is so good. Let me. Oh, the highs and lows of Twitter is wild. It's, it's like a drug. It can be amazing and then you know, the crash is horrible. Okay, Steve. Jordan Woods' booty got a 40-inch vertical dog. That MF was jumping. (laughs) Okay. Jordan Woods busted challenge. Her ass bounced into the back of her neck. Delete before my man sees. (laughs) People are genuinely wild. Oh, funny. Who is that? That's like Chloe's friend, right? I don't even really know who that is. I got to look her up. I'm trying to buzz you. Oh, it was sorry. no, it was Kylie's best friend, and then she hooked up with uh, Tristan Thompson. They made out. Correct. That's why I knew her name. There's always a sports tie into this. Come on. Always, but anyway, there's so many more. One of them said her butt high five the back of her head. I mean, it was just so <laughs> funny. And she looked amazing. I watched it. She looked. Sure, amazing. she did. I'm she did. sure she did. She I wouldn't do like, it if she didn't. I was like, "Damn, Jordan, you look great. Good for you." But just some of <laughs> the comments are so funny. Anyway, but. I will not be on TikTok. I will not be doing the Busset Challenge, but I will be wearing the Billie Eilish looks from now on. Maybe that's my new thing is I'm just going to wear men's clothes. Yeah, because it's you look like you don't care in a good way, you know? That's kind of hot now, isn't it? I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, I think that is. I mean, I don't know. Again, this isn't my scene, but if I'm going on TikTok or whatever, I guess or if I see something on Instagram, all the young people are just wearing baggy clothes. It's almost like when we were in, remember when dudes in high school would just wear baggy Jinko jeans and a huge sweatshirt? I remember I had clothes that were XLs. I'm like, why would I, why was I buying an XL at the time? That is now a thing for girls. It's wild. Fashion, again, cyclical. Things just come, come and go. So uh, this was many years ago. But the first time my girlfriends and I went back to visit Illinois, we went to our favorite bar for sure. 
the kids were wild, Steve. The girls had gone wild. It was it was full more than you were. Like they were more wild than you were in college. Way more than we were, and we were wild. We were wild, but we weren't standing on top of a bar dancing like Coyote Ugly Wild. And this was football block. This was at eight a.m. on a Saturday morning, and we go in, and every girl in there was dressed one of two ways. Either she was completely disheveled and was wearing an oversized hockey jersey, a male hockey jersey, which was very weird. I was like, we're going to a football game. Why are you guys all wearing hockey jerseys? But it was a thing, I guess. Or completely done up, full bra crop top action and so looks no like, in a, like an Instagram star. There was no, no in between. Whereas when we were in college, it was, okay, wear makeup, look presentable, but you're going to wear a t-shirt that has your sorority fraternity block letters on it or whatever, because you're definitely going to just spill beer on it and probably pizza later. So you didn't want to wear something super cute, but it was either totally disheveled, had not gone to bed yet, perhaps on Molly, hockey jersey girl, and then crop top Instagram, bus it challenge in the bathroom girl. Minus the Molly. I could see you being ho- hockey jersey girl though. I could see you fitting right <laughs> into that. Come on. I, well, I definitely would not be crop top girl. No, well, come on. <laughs> that just seems like a lot of work. And again, I'm lazy. So I would definitely be hockey jersey girl. Yeah, I feel like hockey jersey girl is more approachable too. Only, especially if she's on Molly. I'm sure she doesn't really know what the hell is going on. But yeah, I mean, if I'm seeing a girl, hockey jersey is kind of cute. I will say if she was wearing like a hoops jersey or a baseball jersey or a football jersey, that's a whole different vibe. Hockey jersey, that's stylish. Okay, well, let's let's stay in this energy here with the hockey jerseys. All right, so Steve and I each independently came up with our top five cities based on sports jerseys. We've compared and contrasted, and there are three cities that both made our top fives. So in no particular order, we're going to give you those top three cities, and then we are each going to say our bottom two, which are different from one another. Mm-hmm. So Steve... I'm going to go with this one first because I think we both agree that there aren't many misses here. Actually, you think there's zero misses here, but we are giving the first nod. And again, in no particular order to the Bay area. Mm -hmm. We love the A's, the Warriors. We love the Sharks, the 49ers. Who are we missing? Giants. The Giants. Very good. Um, you could throw in San Ho- the San Jose earthquakes if you want. We can keep them out if we want to, but just a heads up. They have, don't have a terrible kit, but it's not, it's not the best in the world. But I'll say it's almost unfair though because it's two. It's sort of two cities combined. It's it's, it's a little bad. unfair, but I don't know if you could separate them right because the Warriors used to be in Oakland. Now they're in San Francisco. San Jose, the Sharks are in a different sort of. It's it's almost like a tri city kind of situation. So it's a little bit unfair, but I think there are no misses. The A's to me might be my favorite jersey in sports. Period. I think they're amazing. Whoa. I don't know why, Michelle, baseball but guy. I, I, huge guy. Look at me, I'm your baseball guy. guy. Um, I don't know what it is, but the yellow and the green, and I, it's very good because I don't actually like the Packers jerseys, and it's the same color scheme. But I love the A's jerseys, and I like it. The, the A's have always worn white cleats. They're amazing. They look amazing with white cleats. The hat is really cool. I don't know what it is about them, but it's just I love it. I absolutely love it. The Giants, not quite the A's, but still a really good baseball jersey. 49ers, r- really good, nice red classic with the gold pant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what else? Warriors. Now the updated Warriors jerseys I like a lot. The old ones with that like weird warrior looking guy that wear a million different colors. Not okay, great. Buddy. There you go. Bust me there. Not great. But I don't think there's a miss. I really don't in the entire city. And I think there are misses in other cities. So for me, it's not only how great the uniforms are, but how many there are. It's it's wild. I don't think anybody competes with the Bay Area. 
It's funny that we landed on this because the Blues played the Sharks uh, a couple series ago. And I came in the morning and I said, my co-host Randy Carragher, I go, you know, the Sharks really bother me. They've had some history with the Blues. But man, like that sweater. He's like, it's mm-hmm. a good logo. I'm like, I know, man, it's a good logo. They did it well because that could easily be very kitschy and kind of cheesy looking, but they did it really well. I used to always play too with the Sharks and I think it was NHL 07 in college because they had Joe Thornton and I it, most of it because Thornton was nasty and I love their jerseys. So there we go. Okay, so Bay Area coming in at number one. Coming in at number two, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Chicago to me is similar to the Bay Area, but I think all of them are good. I think all their jerseys are good. Bears, really good. Blackhawks, elite. Probably number two uh, behind another sweater that we'll talk about in just a little bit as far as hockey jerseys, but that Blackhawks logo is awesome. The red, that deep red is really, really nice. As I said, Bears jersey is nice. I think both baseball teams are nice. I think they're probably about equal. You like the... White Sox a little bit better, right? I think the Cubs are a little bit better, but I think they're kind of on the same playing field. I actually think the, the weak link in Chicago is the Bulls. The only reason I think that people love the Bulls jerseys is because of Michael Jordan. I think they're a little bit boring and plain looking, but the Michael Jordan icon, like just because you see them everywhere, that does you know obviously bring them up a little bit in a couple of notches. So Chicago to me is really, really solid at number two in my book. The Bears uniforms, iconic, very classic. I am partial to blue and orange for many reasons. That's true. But- I just think it's a very, very good color combo. And I think it matches the Bears, the name of the team. It very much matches. The entire thing is cohesive and it just fits the city. The Bears fit Chicago in so Mm -hmm. many ways. I really like the Cubs uniforms as much as I hate to say it. It's very clean. It's very classic. Same thing with the White Sox. I love the color scheme for the White Sox. I'm with you with the Bulls. The, The Bulls jerseys are great. And I love them, but do I love them because they're actually great? Or do I love them because I'm a product of the 90s and I loved the starter jackets and the bulls when I was growing up? It was so cool. But when you think red and black as it pertains to sports, aren't the bulls the first thing you think of? Yeah, but I get if Michael Jordan never existed, are we talking about the bulls jerseys as being a great basketball jersey? No, it's all Jordan. I'd argue I think that the curse of Chicago ones are actually better than the block letter ones. I don't know. I think they're not terrible. I don't No, no, no. I'm not saying they're terrible, but they're not elite. They're they're made to be elite because everyone had a Bulls 23 jersey in the 90s. And you know, that's just how it is. That's okay. So there is some nostalgia, there is some classicness that comes to this, but uh I do think they're the weak link of all the Chicago jerseys. Add it to the legend of Michael Jordan that he can take an otherwise meh uniform and turn it into an iconic piece of sports clothing. That's a good call. What's the worst jersey you could think of in, in the NBA? Um well, could Michael Jordan make the Atlanta Hawks jerseys look good? Probably. Yeah, of course. He definitely you know? could. I mean, you're going to not like this, but I hate the Magic's jersey. Oh, they're not good now. They used to be great. The pinstripe yeah. 90s ones, those were phenomenal. Those are better than the Bulls ones. but yeah. And they're very similar style, but they're better because they had more a little bit like the, the star on them were awesome. But now they're terrible. Michael Jordan might not be able to make the Magic jersey look great. I don't love the Hornets either. Oh, I love the horns, the teal and the green. Oh, are the teal and the purple? It's amazing. I only like aqua and orange. I don't love teal. Mm, okay, I, I think love it's aqua unique for Miami. And by the way, I wanted to put Miami on this list because I think the Dolphins uniforms, the old school Dolphins uniforms, are so fresh. Yep. But the Heat, the Marlins, terrible. Yeah, and the Florida Panthers, though the hockey team in there, they're not terrible, yeah, but not great. I never, I never like the Heat jerseys. I think they're just kind of boring. Uh, and you're right, the Dolphins aren't good enough to carry it. They're not even in my top ten. No, me either. I think the Marlins uniforms are terrible. No, 
I like the old ones, the black and the teal. Actually, I thought those were okay. I didn't love them, but I didn't, the new ones are, it's a doing too much all-star. Yeah, it is. Okay. So we have the Bay area and Chicago rounding out our top three Pittsburgh. Yeah. Now the Steelers, the pirates, the penguins, all classic. And I love that they all have the same color scheme throughout the city. What's your favorite of the three? Cause I think mine's the pirates. I think the pirates have the best jerseys of the city. I love the Pirates, but I have to go with the Steelers just because it's so iconic. It is. I see, I don't black love yellow, the Steelers. Black and yellow. I, no, that's I true. But it. again, but that's all because, okay, so Wiz Khalifa, obviously, Pittsburgh guy, he can sing that song because every every team in the city is black and yellow. It's, I it's, know. it's So that's the only reason I don't love, love any of their jerseys. I like them all, but I put them in my top five. I think I had them five in my own individual rankings because I just think it's cool that this city has the same color scheme. That's awesome. You just wear black and yellow to every event in, in the city and you're, and you're going to be on brand. But um, I do, I, I mean, the penguin the logo itself, the penguin sweater with that, with the penguin with the hockey stick, that very is pretty cool. sick. It is very sick. And I love the pirates, the entire pirates experience. I've never been to Pittsburgh. I really want to go because everyone says PNC park is spectacular. Heard that, yep. And I just think about that uniform with the backdrop and the color scheme going. I like the pirate that they have. I think again, it could be kitschy. Like sometimes I think what the bucks do is a little kitschy, but I think Pittsburgh makes it cool. It makes it gritty. Mm -hmm. And I like uniforms that I identify with the city. Like I said, Chicago Bears reminds me of the essence of Chicago. Mm -hmm. When I think about Pittsburgh, I've never been there, like I said, but I think of gritty. I think of a steel town. I think of a blue collar, just down to earth people that love their sports and they love their city and black and gold represents that to me. Yeah, I, no argument for me there whatsoever. I think this is where it gets interesting because we had, those are the three we all had or both of us had in our top five. And then from here, it was just a free-for-all. We were totally not on the same page. So I guess there's probably about five to eight cities, I think, that we can debate for those final two spots in the top five. Well, should I go first? Because we all know where I'm going. Yeah, let's just go ahead. Get I mean, out just of the way. Get it let's out of the way. Out rip the bandaid off. <laughs> this is not even me being a homer. But St. Louis deserves to be in the top five. I know you're going to say since there isn't an NFL team here or an NBA team here, it doesn't have enough power to get into the top five. But the Blues have arguably a top three sweater in all of hockey. The blue note is iconic. That cool. rich blue and the yellow. Oh, my God. It's so, so great. And the Cardinals is I mean, come on. Other than Great the jersey. Yep. And the pinstripes, the most iconic jersey in baseball. The birds on the bat, any iteration of it, whether it's the baby blues, whether it's the STL, any part of it, perfection. And that so is it, not me being a homer. Almost everyone in baseball would say amazing uniform. Totally agree. I like I like both of their, their jerseys. And I actually think that St. Louis benefited when the Rams left the city jersey-wise because those Rams jerseys, not that we talked about this before the show, not the ones from the greatest show on turf era, like the light blue and the and the, the goldish or more yellowy gold. It was yellow. It was like the, a, it was like a bright yellow yeah. and, and almost a royal blue. The 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 two thousand like the later two thousands into the two thousand tens Rams ones that were navy and like a shiny gold, not a yellowish. They were terrible jerseys. Period. Like the Chris Long era ones. They were um, like all the respect to our to our boy Chris, but those are bad jerseys. So I actually think you won in the scheme of things by losing them from a Jersey city. The problem for me and why I didn't have them in the top five is because if you are a city with only two teams, you have to be elite in both. And I think you think they are elite in both. I think they're good in both. So I had them out of my top five, but actually I had them seven. I think they're a really good Jersey city. Seven. So, yeah. Okay. Well, we the, want me to get to respect. Want me to get to mine because I think also, there are better ones. 
Also, as I said last week, when STL City SC comes about and they have the colors that tie the Cardinals and the Blues together, and you know that those are going to be so fresh and so clean. They've done everything perfect to this point. I don't know if because if it, it's an MLS team, if most people would put it in the top five or the top three, but I think they're going to be great. And I'm with you, especially with the Rams, the greatest show on turf era uniforms. Amazing. Back to the fearsome foursome, the white Rams uniforms with the blue. Love amazing. The white blue mm-hmm. Listen, we all know I hate the Rams. We don't need to revisit this, <laughs> oh, but I do? thought one of the, yeah, newsflash. I hate the Rams. One of the biggest mistakes that they made, I thought when they returned to LA was not immediately going back to the old school fearsome foursome white uniform. Totally what they did was tr- they, you always mentioned the trying to hard crew. They are the Kings of trying too hard with the bone and yeah. the soul and the surf. And, Oh, this represents the beach lame. They look dingy. They look as if you'd worn them all season and you hadn't washed them. That bone color. It looks like a best buy name tag. It's terrible, terrible uniforms. If I didn't know that you hate them, I would call you biased, but you're hundred percent right. Because yeah, I don't get the bone at all. And so even bad. the even the font of the numbers now, and you're right, the patch it looks like a name tag. It's very strange. The whole thing. I, there are some people that love those jerseys too, and I don't I don't get it really? at all. Oh yeah, there are some people that love them. Um, but the problem is they're they're not even the best jersey in their own stadium. The Chargers arguably have the best jerseys in the NFL, if not in sports. So not only are they they have the same color scheme too, and they're getting destroyed. So the Rams, that's just you know we'll, we'll chalk it up as a win for St. Louis there because their jerseys now are terrible. But I have no no hate for me from the St. Louis jersey. I have them seven. I think that's really high for a two team city. Yeah, you're right. And I wanted to put. I was going to put San Diego on the list, but they only have the Padres. But if the Chargers were still in San Diego as a two-sport yep. city, they would be in the top three for me. Totally agree. Totally agree. The Padres are definitely really cool. If the Chargers jerseys now were in Saint, were in uh, San Diego, yeah, easily they would be. They would be ahead of St. Louis for me for sure. But can I get to my number three? Because you, I yeah. think you're going to disagree with me on this one. Or your number I, four? Uh, I lo- okay, yeah. So I had Pittsburgh at five actually. So my list went oh, Bay Area, okay. Chicago. I had Pittsburgh at five. So I had actually two ahead of Pittsburgh. We just agreed on those three in our top five. Got but it. at number three, I have Toronto. I think Toronto is. It, by the way, Toronto, Toronto. I don't. I don't know what Toronto. Sure, whatever. Toronto. I think Toronto sounds cool. The six. Yeah, <laughs> if, if you will. Well, actually, that's a good point because you bring that in there. I think some of those Drake jerseys are cool for the Raptors, but I do think the Raptors are the weak link here. I'll give that to you, but I don't hate the Raptors jerseys. And because they wear those throwbacks with the Raptor on them, sometimes I feel like that deserves credit. Those jerseys are awesome. The purple and red deal. So throwback to the nineties, anytime we can do that, that's great. But I'll say this, the blue Jays, phenomenal baseball jersey the newer one not because they went back to the retro look the the ones that were in the roy halliday era and that whole weird era they were they were too futuristic they were like a slate blue now they are just a white jersey with that like double blue that double font almost and the blue jay logo sorry there you go we did it again i feel like we're doing okay yeah Um, not bad but absolutely love the blue jays jerseys they're great and then you go to the maple leafs jerseys I, I was talking to about Chicago and the Blackhawks. I have I have one, two. I don't know which one's one and which one's two, but Blackhawks and Maple Leafs are the two best sweaters in hockey, period. I will go, I will die on that hill every single time. So because of how elite they are, and because I like the Raptors jerseys and I love the Raptors throwback, and I'll even throw Toronto FC in there because Toronto FC actually has a really fresh kit. Uh, so in totality, Toronto, it's really hard to beat. You're the sixth guy over here. I, I do like love Drake. The- I know we all do. We're champagne poppy fans over here. I like the blue Jays uniforms. I think they're great. Agreed. The Maple Leafs incredible sweater. I love how classic and simplistic it is. It's great. 
it's great. But the raptors, I don't love it. I just don't love it. It's too, I don't know, dinosaur-y for me at times. But it's cool because I think the other two are classic. And then you have the raptors that are weirdly futuristic and then also kind of a throwback and a weird color scheme with the red and purple. And you've got the Drake angle to it. I know people are going to disagree with me. I, I understand that. But this is my list. So what's up? Uh, Toronto, <laughs> they belong. They're number three for me. I also think that I might be holding it against the Blue Jays a little because I think if we're going bird teams in baseball, that the Cardinals are better. If we're ranking bird teams, it's going to go, correct me if I'm wrong, Cardinals, Blue Jays, Orioles. Yes. Am I missing yes. any? Yes. Uh, Let's see. You, we have to be. Everybody loves a good bird, right? Um, no, that's it. Right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Interesting. Ravens, okay. Pelicans, other sports, but I think only three. Eagles. So yeah, Cardinals, no yeah, Blue Jays, Orioles. I would agree with you. Here's the differentiator between St. Louis and Toronto for me. Uh, Maple Leaf sweater, as much as I like the blue sweater, the Maple Leaf sweater to me blows it out of the water. It just does. Wow. Blows it out of the water. And I think the blues is a top 10 sweater, maybe even approaching top five territory, but you know, obviously the Toronto Maple Leafs are one or two in my book. And then I think, I don't think the gap between the Blue Jays baseball jersey and the Cardinals jersey is that big and then you throw in the raptors cool stuff i just that to me is why they're ahead of st louis okay um do you want to close yours out before i give you mine yeah this is probably controversial too i'm gonna stay in the midwest i have detroit 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 yes i apparently i love midwest i've got toronto i've got pittsburgh i've got detroit and i mean even throw i mean obviously it's not in the same country but toronto's in the similar in a similar area so i'm all about that area of the country uh, or, or canada uh, well, we know I love, you know, Wisconsin and I do I love am. the, I do love some of the Wisconsin jerseys. I don't have them in here. Detroit baseball jersey, Tigers classic. Love the blue Very good. that what's, what is it, the old English D I guess logo yeah, is really, really cool. Good. I like that their home hat is the white with the blue background. And then the away is the orange, right? That's really, really mm -hmm. cool to me. So Detroit really, really solid baseball jersey. Then you go into the, the, uh, the Red Wings. You actually don't love this sweater. I think this is probably a, t it's a top five sweater though, Michelle. Come on. The Red Wings, Steve. It's a wheel with a wing. A like wheel. what? A, a wheel. A it's, it's a wheel with a wing. Explain to me what that has to do with anything. A wheel with a wing. Because it's classic and it's okay, but, clean. But why is it clean? What's clean about it? It's a wheel. Because it's with two a wing. colors. It's two colors. It's two colors explain, and it looks really smooth. There's not a lot going on there. And this is kind of getting into the Jordan thing. They're one of the best franchises in the history of the NHL, right? So there is some yeah. clout there that, they, sure. that, that, okay, this is the Red Wings. But because I would argue, you know, my favorite, uh, I was just talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Their jersey is kind of similar. It's blue and white. There's really not much difference there. Sure. But their team name is the Maple Leafs and it's a giant Maple Leaf on the sweater. Yeah. Explain to me what is cool about a wheel with a wing. Well, Detroit, the wheel obviously is a, a nod to them being the home of automakers and, you know, basically Correct. the car manufacturer. So I think that's really cool. And they're the red wings. So they put a wing on the wheel. What is so confusing about that? I think well, that's, I think it's cool. It's, it's a really cool nod to the city. A wheel with a wing is a not cool. A wheel with a wing. A wheel with a wing is not cool. I'm sorry. And yes, it's iconic because it's classic and because they were good. If they were not a team that had been good forever, you would be like, a wheel with a wing? No, I like those classic jerseys. I like that style where it's not. there's not a lot going on and it's been around for a while. Like the Bears are very, there's nothing There's nothing wild about the Bears jerseys. It's then why just, don't you like the Packers jerseys? It's the same notion. I don't know. It's the color scheme. I don't think I like the pants. I think the problem is I don't, I actually oh. like the Packers jerseys when they when they have white pants and white jerseys and the yellow helmet, but I think it's the it's the yellow pants that just throws me off somehow. And I, I fully will understand, like they have the same colors as the A's and I love the A's. I'm telling you, it doesn't make any sense, but yeah. that's just how it is. But let me keep going on Detroit really quickly because okay. there's, there's more. 
Pistons, they're okay. I don't love the Pistons. I think they're okay. I wish they had more of a throwback to the bad boys Pistons ones. Um, but the ones they have now are, are fine. And then you throw in the Lions. I don't love the Lions jerseys, but I like that they're really different. That weird Honolulu blue is an awesome, awesome color. I think there's potential there and they haven't reached that potential. They need to try to change it up a little bit, but I like how that Honolulu blue is just, you know, that, that is Detroit. You think of Detroit when you think of that. So in totality, they have the two greats and then two goods and one, well, uh, one good and one with a lot of potential. That's why I have Detroit four. I like the lions as well. When I think of that color, that color scheme, I think of the lions, but I don't know. You lose me with the red wings. And I know I'm going to catch some heat for that because it is an iconic and a classic sweater, but personally, a wheel with a wing, not my vibe. You would put the blue as ahead of the Red Wing sweater. Duh. Would you put either of the ones I mentioned before, the Blackhawks or the Maple Leafs ahead of the, the blues ahead of the, either of those? Blackhawks, I can't roll with, even though it is iconic and it's, it's very clean. I can't roll with that. I, that sweater makes me want to puke because I hate the Blackhawks. <laughs> it's just personal feelings there. You, you, of course, had to pick teams that I grew up hating, that I have a negative affiliation with. I but I am not, you. I'm not Harriet the Homer because wait till you hear who I picked as my, and I picked Chicago in there, but until you see who I picked as my fifth city, but I think the Toronto Maple Leaf sweaters are amazing. I think they're great. Trying to think of another hockey sweater that I love. I, well, we said, I love the sharks. I think they have a great logo. Um, Rangers Bruins. I know people are going to give us flack because I don't think either of us have Boston or New York in our top five jerseys. Actually, buddy, I do. Oh, top five. Uh Oh, here we go. This was painful for your girl because we know how I feel about certain cities, but I had to be honest with myself and coming in at number five for me is going to be Boston. The Red Sox, very classic. I love the Yankees. I love obviously the Cardinals. I love old school baseball jerseys and the Red Sox is as clean and as classic as you can possibly get. I love the Red Sox uniforms, the Patriots, pretty simple. I don't necessarily love the gray and the silver that they have going on there, but, and maybe it's the Tom Brady effect. Maybe it's because I've seen it for so long that I assign it to winning. I think the Bruins have a killer sweater. I love the, I love the Bruins sweater. I think it looks great. And in my opinion, the Celtics have the best uniform in basketball. I love the Celtics green. I love the shamrock. I think it is so fitting for that city. And I like that they haven't changed it a lot. I think it's very good. So I'm going Boston, rounding out the top five, even though I can't stand most of those teams. But shout out Jason Tatum. I oh, that's right. It always comes. <laughs> I know. You know what? I took me a second. And I'm glad you brought that up because that's probably exactly why. There's always a little bit of Homer in every Michelle answer. Every single time you ask her a question, the Michelle, the the St. Louis Michelle comes out just a little bit, even if you don't know. It's somehow in there. I wonder if you could name anything and I could somehow tie it back yes, to St. Louis. The name, is yes. name something random. I used, Let's see if I can I used do to it. joke with you about that. I used to I used to basically say like anything because I this is like me when my friend Mike came back from Australia and studying abroad. He brought Australia to every conversation that ever happened. It was like, cool, Mike, you study abroad in Australia. You are the same way with St. Louis, but I respect yours more because that's your hometown. Mike just went right. there for a couple of months. Okay, get, name something random, and this will be a challenge to see if I can. Uh, take the I'll probably fail, but I know. I mean, it's so hard because I know I know so many St. Louis things now because you've told me that they're so. Because <laughs> remember, we had that battle. I don't remember if this was on the air or off the air. I think it was off the air. Um, about you were like, oh, what, what are who are some famous things from Connecticut? So I started naming things off. I was like Weezer, John Mayer, you know, all this diff- all these different things because I was trying to tell you that Connecticut has it too. But I know because I like I know John Hamm. I know. What? Who else? Uh, Paul, well, Paul, oh no, Paul Rudd is Kansas City, right? Correct. So I know that because I think you corrected me on that. So I let me name something. I'm trying to think like a random person. You can't relate Beyonce to St. Louis, can you? 
okay, that's a challenge. Let me think. Let me marinate on that and how I'm going to okay. get because she's she's H Town, but there's got to be some sort of manager or you know what I mean there's got like for instance someone said to me the other day I loved Michelle Obama's inauguration look I go did you know her stylist is from St. Louis <laughs> there you go perfect example perfect example <laughs> it is what it is I'm sure I'm sure there was a Beyonce tie somehow oh how about this six degrees of separation Beyonce was in Destiny's Child with Kelly Rowland who did Dilemma with Nelly St. Louis tie that's three Friends. degrees of separation there you actually go. two right <laughs> so, there there you you go. Go. so I can tie anything to St. Louis if you uh, if you ask me to but Boston is in the list for me even despite our sports hatred here in St. Louis for them I just think there isn't a major miss I get that I have I have them at eight uh but and it's only because and I, everything you said I think is right I like the Celtics jersey. I don't love it as much as you do, but I respect the history and it does yeah. fit the city probably as, as well as any, <laughs> honestly, maybe any team, period. I know, um, really, it does. Maybe like the Brewers in Milwaukee is another one. It's a perfect yeah. name. It's a perfect color it's for great. the city of Boston. Uh, Patriots jerseys are terrible, period. The old Tom Brady terrible. ones, they remind me of like Arena League football jerseys. I don't like them at all. Now, the new ones that they had this year that were a little bit more clean and sleek, I didn't hate them, but they're still, I don't think they're great. Red Sox is kind of like the Bulls to me. I don't dislike them, but I also don't think they're great. And I think that people think they're great because they're the Red Sox and they're iconic and they've been around since, you know, in the 1890s or wherever they were found. But think about how many teams have done a re a revamp in the 90s and they added squiggle letters and uh, and teal to mm -hmm. or purple to be cool. I appreciate a team that respects their roots mm -hmm. and that they keep something classic and simple because that's who they are. Hence, yeah. I respect it. Yankees. I just don't think it's an elite jersey. I think it's fine. I think it's. Do you cool. think the Yankees is elite? I think it is only because of the pinstripes, right? They're the pinstripes. That's their thing. The, the Red Sox don't have that, you know. Also, I love the NY. Just the same way the STLs awesome are looped. I think it's very cool. Awesome symbol. And then I, I won't disagree with you about the Bruins. The Bruins sweater is amazing. It's a. It's not quite elite, but it's good. It's really, really good. So, all right, I don't hate that at all. I think we're pretty close. A couple other ones. We didn't have Los Angeles in there. I actually think Los Angeles is sneaky terrible. Go on. Uh, you have the Lakers, which I think are nice. I don't. You don't do, like the Lakers though, right? I don't think you like the Lakers jerseys. I don't. I don't like purple and gold. Would we think the Lakers are great if they didn't have such an iconic franchise? I would. I think that's a really cool color scheme. I do. Do you? Mm -hmm. I I like the purple and the gold. Uh, for example, I love the Vikings jerseys. I actually had Minnesota kind of high on my list as well. But let's stick with LA for now. Dodgers, really nice jersey. After like that. Angels, bad. Both yes. hockey teams, uh, Kings and Ducks, bad. Totally uh, bad. Both football teams. Um, well, I, sh I shouldn't say that. The Chargers, the Chargers are great. Rams, we just got through talking about, not great. So I think the bottom of LA really holds it back. I think it has like three nice jerseys and then it has a bunch of really bad ones. So I, I, I just don't think it's that great. Philly is another one I'm, I'm interested to hear about because I think Philly, when I was doing a lot of research on this, Philly is a, a city that a lot of people have in their top five. I just don't love any of their jerseys. I love the Phillies uniforms, but I don't love the Eagles. Don't either. I don't like the font. No, and I don't like the the green color. It's kind of a forest green. It it's just not as distinct as some other greens. If we're talking green spectrum here, the Philly green is on the lower end of the spectrum for me. Yeah, it's darker. If they did a lighter yeah. green, like the Boston Agreed. Celtic green, I think Agreed. they'd be really cool. The throwback Eagles jerseys, like the Randall Cunningham era ones, those are sick. The Ron Jaworski totally. ones, but totally the dark agree. green, don't really like it at all. Don't love it. Uh, people love the Flyers. I don't get I don't get the orange. I don't love the orange. I think the Flyers are pretty cool. And the Phillies, they're fine. I'm nothing them. I, they're just there. I don't know. They're not bad. They're not good. They just are what they are. So I don't know. 
Okay. So we're going to post this on our website too. And so head to smalltalkpod.com and leave us a comment on what you think. Cause this is a very interesting topic because depending on what your preferences are, not only for sports teams, where you grew up, the teams that you cheer for, what colors you like, what, what you think is good fashion. There's so many different opinions on these jerseys and uniforms and cities as a whole. So I'd be interested to see what the Shelleys have to say about this. Yeah, hit us up. Um, I'm sure John will, intern John will write a good write-up about that. So read that as well under the Shell Talk blog. The Shell Talk blog. I love yeah. that. On to the game. And I'm getting my phone out to make sure I had texted Steve some of our options here. So I need to make sure. <laughs> How many do we? I have so many. We got to figure out. Maybe we. You know what? I might just let you run through these since okay. this is your idea. So why don't you just take the floor, Steve, explain what does it hold up is. So one of the things that I'm known for, I'm known for my love of Alex Smith. I'm known for being kind of a curmudgeon, right? I'm known yeah. for liking to put a lot of product in my hair. I'm also known <laughs> for, I'm also known for my belief that really nothing is timeless and things don't hold up well. I think ultimately nothing is timeless, but it got me thinking about, and I had two examples right off the bat that I wanted to throw at you. And it it created this larger discussion or, or think thing for me about wanting to throw things at you and asking you if you think those things still hold up in 2021. Okay. So I have things from all over the spectrum. I've got like musicians, I've got movie stars, I've got like clothes, a bunch of different things. Like, sorry, there you go. Didn't go. Um, Sorry. I know what's going on. You got to be on top of this. Come on, this is you're the you're the, the buzzers are right now. Uh, okay, so I have all these things. I think what we should do, I'll just give you a couple, and maybe what we'll do next week is we should have the Shelleys send us some, and we can weigh on on it, weigh in on it next week with their okay. examples because all of mine, I feel like I'm posing them to you because I feel like they don't hold up. I want to find some stuff that, that we think does hold up. So um, okay. I'll, I'll just start off the bat. There's two that made me think, so I'll start with one right off the bat. Eminem. Do you think Eminem musically holds up in 2021? Now you're talking classic Eminem when he became popular, the songs, not Eminem currently. Because not I, him currently. Yeah. Because like I his think catalog of good songs. It's very rare that a middle-aged rapper holds up. <laughs> well, no, because I mean Tupac, Biggie, all those guys, it's no, still but they in passed away. Huge. No, no, but I'm saying, right, their songs are etched forever and them in their 20s. And so they're always in our minds going to be these young, fresh rappers. I'm saying, unless you're Jay-Z or Dr. Dre, who's basically rebranded yourself as a headphones mogul or Jay-Z is all over the map from a business standpoint. So if you rap, it's on, it's on a different level. If you're a middle-aged rapper trying to still talk about how hard you are or all of these things, the that grind. to me, <laughs> the grind, the streets, that to me does not hold up. See, I disagree with you. What about Tribe Called Quest? They hold up. Your boy Nelly. I think his some of his music holds up. No, I'm saying the music that they put out holds up. If they if Nelly right now is putting out songs, they're probably not going to be as good as no, they were you, in his youth. But I think you're, you're correct. But I'm talking about prime Eminem. Like, right. I just uh, want to say the album called um, Eminem Show, the red one. Yes. Uh, yes Marshall okay. Mathers LP. We're talking about okay. whatever double platinum. Those things were just as hot as there sure. was. Does that not not the later Eminem stuff, which got kind of weird, the rehab one and all that, the got prime it. stuff that was what put Eminem on the map? Does that hold up in 2021? Not the person, the music specifically. Okay, I would say yes because I never liked "My Name Is." I never thought that was a great song. Not really my vibe. But I think, hold on, 
let me pull this up really quickly so that I have the songs. Okay, this is a hot take. I think Lose Yourself is a terrible song. Ooh. Terrible. Because I, I think like that's it. what people would say is the one that holds up the best. No, I think Rap God holds up. Ugh. I think Cleaning Out My Closet holds up. Oh, does it? I think The Way I Am holds up. I think- What about My Name Is? I never really loved that song either, but um, I think his verses with Dr. Dre on, what was that song? Forgot About uh, Dre. Forgot About Dre, that holds up. Forgot so, About Dre is the only song I think holds up. The so only parts one. of Eminem hold up, but other parts, not so much. Okay, here's the ultimate question and why I asked this is, would you ever put Eminem on right now? Yeah, I did the other day. What was the, what context? Were you working out? I was out? working out, yeah. Okay, so that's the only time I think you can listen to it. But I just think the white angsty rapper just does not work in 2021 the way it worked in the early 2000s. And his music was really cool. It was really weird. It was totally different from the rap scene now. But I think rap is weird now. So his thing isn't as unique. And I would never put Eminem on today. I just wouldn't. And I think like his jokester rap, like he said, without me. I don't think any of that really works in 2021. And like, it doesn't take away from his greatness because I think in the moment Eminem was Tiger Woods, Eminem, like that was the stuff in the early 2000s. That was the biggest stuff in, the, there you go, sorry. That was the biggest stuff around. And in 2021, I don't know. Jay-Z, I'd listen to Jay-Z songs now. I would listen to Tribe Called Quest songs now. I listen to Biggie and Tupac now. I listen, right. like name other rappers. I would listen to them from the 90s, 2000s. I would not listen to Eminem now. I just wouldn't. Would you listen to Mace? uh yeah i mean not the entire catalog but there are some Would mace songs welcome back yo yeah definitely illmatic illmatic holds up, holds up. Holds up. Holds exactly up. in a way that eminem show just doesn't hold up that was my sort of uh discrepancy there i think there are rappers that hold up but eminem's not one of them okay i think parts of some eminem song lose yourself Ugh, i never liked that song it's just too it's it's morose. Did you like the movie? Did you like Eight Mile? I, thought, I, I loved the movie. I actually think B Rabbit's rap at the end is better than Lose Yourself. Mm, that's actually not a hot take. I think that's not a that's a good take actually for me. Now when were you? How old, how old were you when that movie came out? Were you in high school or college? Uh, let's see. Because I was in high school. I mean, dudes were obsessed with that movie. You'd go to a house party and, and Eight Mile was on it every single time. It's ridiculous. And everybody loves Lose Yourself and everybody loved the whole you know D12 thing and whatever. It was such a weird movement. But I don't know. I, I never loved the movie. I, I just liked his music. But again, I just, I'm not listening to that in 2021. Let's see. Um, yeah, I was in high school. Or no, I was in what year? You are probably this? early college. Was it 05 maybe? I think it was 2002. Oh, damn. So I was, yeah. that was earlier Let's, for me. me that was early sure. high school. I was a freshman then. 2002. So yeah, I was in college, right? Yeah. No, no, 2002, I was you would have been a senior probably, in, right? Or no, no, I was in high school. I was in high school. Yeah. I was a sophomore in high school when it came out. Yeah. Uh, I, in the rap, one of the best lines ever that I will never forget it when he goes, what's the matter, dog? You embarrassed? This guy's a gangster. His real name's Clarence. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And that's Clarence right. lives at home with both parents. And Clarence's parents have a real good marriage. <laughs> what that's so incredible that you remember that full lyric. I have never been more proud of you. But again, I'm not putting that on. I'm just not. I don't know. I would. That's a great, that's a great rap battle. I'd be more likely to put Mike Jones on before I put Eminem on today. Mike Jones still holds up. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, for there's sure. no doubt about that. That's why I didn't have him on the list here, but all right, let's, let's move on. Cause I think we okay. disagree there. Let us know again, let us know, tweet at us and send us in your suggestions for next week for what does it hold up. But then the other one that made me think of this entire sort of topic or discussion, Adam Sandler movies. Do they hold up? No, not at all. I agree. They don't hold up at all. Um, I think comedy evolves. 
comedy is one of the things that rarely holds up movies that our parents thought were hilarious back in the day caddyshack all of those things i think it's a good movie but it doesn't land with us the same way it landed with them i agree because comedy gets sharper and it gets more edgier. evolved edgier as yep. time goes on and so a lot of the stuff with adam sandler was very sophomoric and we thought it was hilarious because of the age we were when it came out but I mean, Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore still hit for me, but he had some movies. Bad. That, yeah. Like you going back and watching Little Nicky? Probably not. That movie was awful. I don't even think I finished it the first time I watched it. And now it feels like he's become the rom-com guy. He's in a movie with, you know, he was in Click with Kate Beckinsale. He was in Fifty uh, First Dates with Drew Barrymore. He's, they're not even traditional Adams and they're just, they're just bad rom-coms now. It's weird. And I'm not, and again, I'm not even trying to hate on Adam Sandler because obviously he was brilliant. And he was the man when he was, you know, in his prime, really. And when Happy Gilmore came out, that was a big freaking deal. But if I was to watch Happy Gilmore tomorrow, I don't think I would like it as much as I definitely wouldn't like it as much as I did then. I just don't think it's as funny. Like the whole him doing the weird voices stuff. And you're right. (laughs) It's like very sophomoric and weird. It's just not it's just not as funny today because I wonder about the movies that we love. Will Ferrell was kind of our prime, right? I guess Will Ferrell was probably our Adam Sandler to people that are a little bit older than us. Chris Farley, well, he, he was kind of with the Sandler group, right? I would say Will Ferrell, we had Anchorman, Talladega Nights, old school, Step Brothers. Yeah, 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 great call. I actually, I actually don't think, I don't think Anchorman's going to hold up. I watched that movie a couple years ago and it was not great. It was really? just kind of weird. Now, Step Brothers is the funniest, Step Brothers is going to go down as Will Ferrell's best movie of all time. Oh, it, it's going to, it's well, the funniest elf, movie he made. Elf, Oh, uh, that's like a genre movie. If we're talking like no. pures, whatever comedies. Step Brothers is phenomenal, but I wonder if our kids' generation or even the generation that was, you know, born in the 2000s is going to think Will Ferrell comedies are funny. I don't know. I don't know. But how can you not think old school is funny? Old school is great. But again, old school, I think we loved it because we grew up with that movie. My parents loved Airplane. I loved Airplane because I watched it with them, but I watched it with my wife the other weekend. It was actually probably not the other weekend, months ago. And she was like, this movie's not funny. How is this funny? I've never seen it. It's a weird, you know, uh, I forget the guy's name now. John Candy, right? No, no. Um, Chevy Chase? No. What the heck is uh, his Reddy name? He was, in naked, he was in Naked Gun. I don't know. Oh, I got to look I've this up. I've never seen Naked Gun either. It's, it's the same kind of thing. But anyway, uh, hold on. I got to find this guy's name. Leslie Nielsen. That's his name. There you oh, go. Oh, Leslie Nielsen um, classic. It, you know, they weren't as edgy. They weren't as weird and funny as the Will Ferrell movies that we grew up on. And I think the movies now like super bad and that next generation of movies that were really weird and really aggressive, they keep pushing the envelope. And I just don't know if those movies will hold up. But Adam Sandler for me, I'm just not going back and watching those movies, unfortunately. People don't forget. They don't forget. Exactly. Um, all right. A couple more really quickly here. Uggs. Do Uggs um, hold up? They hold up because at least in my book, they've always been ugly. They've been about function, not about fashion. <laughs> okay. So in my book, nothing will be warmer than slipping your tootsies into a Shirley lined Ugg. But um, yeah, if you're wearing them for fashion, of course they don't hold up. They were disgusting then, they're disgusting now. If you're wearing them for function, they absolutely well, hold up. Hold on. Up. That was stylish because that's what girls used to wear to class and it was cool, right? They would wear the leggings, they would wear like a, a hoodie and they would wear their Ugg oh. boots. Pleasure. you're bad at buzzing you need to get you need to hit firm you know go. you're gonna see when you get this you have to really oh! hit no, it down put it on the table and just bang if, there you go you should see the way this force. is set up i don't have a table in front of me i just okay. have this little thing here so maybe i'll hold this and <laughs> even if i hit it it doesn't go i have to really slam it down i like it the buzzer's on my side 
Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, so what I was saying, I think they were stylish, but yeah, I was thinking because Maddie has a pair and she wears them out in the snow and they look super right. comfortable, but I haven't seen people wear them fashionably in public in a long time. So I'm with you as a girl who would walk to class in college wearing Ugg boots all the time. I can attest that it was a thing. Many girls I knew did the leggings, Uggs, your sorority hoodie with a black North Face jacket on over it. And boy, did you think you were hot shit. <laughs> Let me tell you, Super I was flexing with my Ugg boots and my North Face and my sorority letters. I thought I was something. However, I never wore Ugg boots to a bar. I never wore them anywhere other than hungover walking to class. Fair. It's a great hangover outfit for sure. Yeah, it was. This is the least that I can do today. And it's cold outside and I need to be there in 15 minutes and it's a 14 minute walk. So this is what we're going to do. It wasn't, oh, look at these. I, I think my feet look incredible and this is really pulling together my, these shoes are pulling together my look. It was function. It was warmth and it was walkable. Yeah. But I think dudes thought that was hot. Uggs? I think, yeah. I think there was a look to that. It was a preppy college girl look. I don't know. That's the only thing I could describe. How would you describe it? That's what I would describe it as. I don't know. I describe it as sloppy and maybe still drunk from sloppy attractive. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rebound outfit. Um, okay. So, so yes and no again. Okay. Two more really quickly before we, okay. before we close this thing out. Water beds. Do they hold oh, up? Oh my God. No. <laughs> Were they ever, I mean, <laughs> did you know anybody with a water bed? Oh, my parents had one. <laughs> oh my God. They don't have one now, do they? Yes, Steve. They still have a water bed. Aren't they can terrible you... for your back too? They're can awful you... for health. Can you imagine now if you're dating someone and you go to their house and you go into their bedroom and they have a water bed? <laughs> that would be, I actually think that would be cool. I'd be like, this is weird. I guess it depends if you like the person or not, but I don't know. I, I never had one. My cousin had one. I remember it was the coolest thing ever. It's like, oh, my cousin Matt's got a waterbed. This is awesome. Can my parents <laughs> give me a waterbed? And then you lay in it and you're like, well, this is actually isn't very comfortable. And then it, does it pop? I don't know. It could potentially pop. And if somebody steps on the bed, it totally, if you're in a normal bed, you can get disturbed, but you don't get that disturbed. If there are one person laying on one side of a waterbed and somebody gets on the other side, you basically get lifted way the hell up. It's a disaster. And again, I think it's bad for your chiropractic back. I don't think it was actually good for you. So I just always thought it was funny that that was a thing, but I haven't seen one in forever. So my parents had one, but I never slept in it. I was a kid. I just remember going in there and flopping around yeah. on it, watching Saved by the Bell and thinking it was the coolest thing in the world. But <laughs> I should ask them. I wonder if A, you ever got motion sickness from your significant other flopping. And You're then seasick. as you said, you go <laughs> yeah. up, you go up like a air mattress or, and B, if it, you could never really get comfortable in it at night because I have to get in a very specific position Same. to fall asleep. And you can't do that if you're sleeping on water. Same. You're always yeah. moving around a little bit. I need a very firm surface and water, water is the opposite of firm. So <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what made me think of that. I, I haven't seen one in a while. And I was like, are water beds still a thing? Apparently not. So I don't think they hold up at all. They probably never did. They were probably never a great idea. All right, let me get to the last one because this is funny. I don't even know. This is one of those things. I don't know if people do this anymore because I'm so out of the scene, but grinding as a dance. Remember in middle school dances and the awkward grinding thing? Do people still do that? And does it hold up? I have no idea. I'm genuinely asking you. So I'm not sure if people are still grinding. I do remember grinding. I did not participate yeah. in grinding. Oh, please. What do you mean? I went to Catholic school, six feet for the Lord. We were doing social distancing. Before. College. You didn't do it in college. You didn't. Come on. I mean, I'm sure there was grinding somebody's basement at one time when 50 I mean, cent sure. came on. No. 
oh, juvenile, back that ass up. Exactly. I mean, it had to have happened. It just didn't happen at a public dance, but it happened. Okay. So does grinding still hold up? That is a great question. I would go ahead and say yes, because if you're at a club and you're, how else do you dance with someone? Do you still do it that way though? Do you still do it where, you know, how do you do it? How would you you describe it? I don't even know how you describe it. Just, you know, butt in crotch area and then just kind of (laughs) swank. Cause the dudes were always, I mean, it was so awkward for dudes. I feel like girls loved it because girls could do their thing and they did whatever they could dance kind of normally that way. But dudes, all the, the only move they had was the sway, right? Every once in a while, you get a hand up in the air, maybe if you're feeling really good about yourself. But other than that, the dude thing was always so awkward. If you ever saw a dude grinding, it never looked cool. He always looked weird. I've seen some dudes look cool grinding. Mm, so. I don't know. I don't know. I, At least not, not my circle. Not I was in not Central cool. Connecticut. <laughs> no, at a middle school dance. Okay. But I think if you are a guy, don't you like that? Because then you don't have to know how to dance. You don't have to have any moves. You just it's have just to stand awkward. there. Awkward. It's just if I remember it, it just always was a really awkward situation because it was like the Ricky Bobby. I don't know what to do with my hands thing, and they would just kind of they would just be around, and well, I never felt cool. I'm a bad hips? dancer though, too. I'm not a I'm admittedly shocker. I'm not a good dancer, but that's how I felt. But I just I didn't know if people at middle school and high school dances, obviously before COVID, still did that. I have no idea. Didn't you put your hands on her hips if she's grinding on you? Yeah, but you can't keep them there the whole time. You kind of kind of feel like you got to mix it up. You know, you try, like I said, that's why if you felt really cool, you put a hand in the air. I don't know. And ugh, the whole thing was just uncomfortable for me. I didn't, mm, wasn't, it wasn't for me. I wasn't, I mean, shockingly, I wasn't a club guy. I would imagine with the way I see these young girls and guys dancing on TikTok today that they are grinding. But is there some new thing? Like maybe they don't do it the same yeah. way. I don't know. I'm sure they do. But these kids are phenomenal dancers, Steve. Phenomenal. Well, that's all they do is dance. So they better be good at it. They, all they do awesome. is practice in the mirror and then film themselves. I'm watching these TikToks of these young girls and I'm like, oh my God, you have moves like Fergie. You look great. Speaking of some of the best TikToks, have you ever seen there's ones comparing, oh, when I was 15 to girls now when they're 15 and so the girl funny. now when she's 15 looks like she's a legit model and is all done up and girls when we, you know, at our age when we were 15, were having braces and their hair was all screwed up. They had, their hair was crimped and they were wearing weird scarves as belts. It was a disaster. Um, listening to NSYNC and now they're listening to Megan Thee Stallion and all this. It's weird. It's just weird. It's all different. But those are some of my favorite TikToks too. But I just don't know. I don't know. I'm so not in that scene that I don't even know. Is this something that young guys would talk about? Hey, when we go to the dance, if a girl grinds on us, what are we supposed to do? What do you do with your hands? Or did you suffer in silence? Did you... Just hope that it was okay and that no one was looking and that she would think it was fine. My goal during grinding sessions at middle school (laughs) and high school dances was just don't be noticed. Try not to be noticed. That was your goal? Yeah, it wasn't to, I I wasn't trying to impress anybody. I was trying not to embarrass myself 100%. Mine was don't get caught. Yeah, because you were, you know, you, you have the Catholic guilt <laughs> surrounding you and the nuns are about to hit, you know, get a ruler out, but Sister um, Jan would not have it. No, Sister Jan is not pumped about that. There will be no grinding in her presence, but no. uh, this is for the Lord. That's about it. Save, um, save some room for the Lord. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So for me, I mean, shocker, not a great grinder in my day. I would pay a significant no. amount of money to go back in time and see young Steve being grinded on at a middle school. I band. was so uncomfortable and it's not, I wasn't even like a loser. I wasn't a weird geek or anything. Like I was in the, I wasn't super popular, but I was, you know, I played sports and I had a lot of friends. It was fine, but I was not a show off at the dance. I was not. In fact, I didn't even really like dances and to give you a glimpse into my friend circle. And I wouldn't have even been mad if I did this. I was just dating someone at the time. My friend Shane just didn't go to prom and watch Gladiator by himself. With it. Actually, he watched it with his dad instead of going to junior prom, which is actually a great idea. Come on. 
That's a terrible idea. No, it was a great idea. I was so proud of him now. I'm like, he's skipping prom and going to watch Gladiator. Good for him. What, no, what a dude. This guy's that, being dudes. That's No, that is not a guy being a dude. That's a guy letting fear run his life. <laughs> he didn't care. He didn't really want to go. He didn't no, have a date. I bet, he, I bet he regrets that now. It's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. He doesn't prom. regret it. Trust me. And actually, for senior prom, we had to force him in my... I remember in my parents' basement, we had a bunch of people over one night and everyone else it was you know guys girls probably 10 people total and we wanted shane to ask this girl to prom because he didn't have a date and he just wasn't that's just not who he is um so we all left the room at the same time and left them in there and it was super awkward and we basically made shane ask someone to go to prom and he did so he went to senior prom so it was you know oh, it wasn't okay. all a failure so that's good he, he went to a prom he went to one prom but i'm sure his junior prom experience of watching gladiator with gladiator with his dad was much better so one more thing about grinding did your grinding experience or i guess did your your grinding experience get better with experience. No. Like when, when you got to college, did you, now that you had a little maybe liquid courage working in your favor, did you feel more comfortable grinding? That's a good call. Alcohol definitely improved it. I don't, it, it improved confidence. I'm not sure it improved the skill of it. It was probably worse with alcohol, but I felt better about myself, if you know what I mean. Of course I know what you mean. When I get some liquor in me, I think I'm Britney Spears 2002 slave for you video. <laughs> you just start singing toxic. Um, I, I think that I look amazing. And I just sure... start saying it's Britney. It's Michelle bitch to everyone around you. <laughs> <laughs> now, Britney Spears, does her stuff still hold up? Yes. This is a great question. I was having this debate with someone the other day. In my lifetime, I don't think anyone will ever be hotter than peak Britney Spears. Slave for you, Britney, toxic Britney, Britney and Justin as a couple. She had the most insane abs I've ever seen. She was, she was so hot that it didn't matter that she, that she couldn't sing. It didn't matter. But every girl wanted to look like her and wanted to be her. And every guy was obsessed with her. I don't know if there will ever be anyone as universally hot as Britney Spears, peak Britney, circa like 2001, 2002. The only thing that comes to my mind and it is old, is Marilyn Monroe. I was thinking Farrah Fawcett, maybe, because okay. everybody loved Farrah Fawcett. Um, I don't, I know Beyonce is on that list. So many people Not the same. so hot. Um, Beyonce is more of an artist too, I think. Like, she is an she, artist. Uh, Britney is a, was a but... performer sex symbol, period. Period. Yeah. End of story. And that's cool. That's fine. Uh, and it, you know, it's obviously weird and sad what's going on now with her, but I do think her music holds up. If you put Toxic on, I'm going to sing that song. I think even the kids today would like Britney's jam. Yeah. Cause she was a little bit, not EDM-y, but she had a techno vibe to her. She had a, you know, it wasn't There's just pop beats. songs. Yeah. There's so I actually beats. do think you throw that on the club people are going to be fired up. Okay. So your theory does not hold up. Britney holds up. No, I'm just saying forever. Nothing is timeless forever. That's my point. You know, something will always be dated. Like I love the Beatles, for example, love the Beatles, but their music is old. It sounds old, but I just like it, you know? So it's not timeless, but at some point, I do, I do think Britney's music sounds, at some point it'll sound old, you know, it'll sound like, oh, that's, that's, you know, I remember that that's, that's old music. It still could be good, but it doesn't mean that it's timeless. So maybe that's a loophole in my argument, but there'll be no Britney slander here. Okay, Steve, that was fun. I liked that game. We want people to send us their examples next week, because I feel like I did all ones that I didn't think hold, held up. I want people to test me. I want me to actually figure out something that did, that I think did hold up. And the same thing for you. And we'll put intern John on it as well. Okay, cool. Well, let's get to a review before we wrap things up. If you haven't already, please head to Apple Podcasts, search for Small Talk, subscribe to it, rate it preferably five stars, and leave a review like this one from Mike Weggs. 
who says, great show, five stars. I began listening around episode 80 and could not get enough. I recently moved and I have a longer commute. So I went back and listened from episode one. The only way this podcast could be better is if you could crank out two to three episodes a week for me. The days I have to find something else to listen to are real downers. Also, I think the ultimate 1v2 matchup in 10,000 Frogs would be Heart Frog v Crack Frog. I, oh, okay, now I'm trying to remember. I mean, Crack Frog is ridiculous. <laughs> that, that was, was Heartfrog. Remember Heartfrog? Yeah, that was the cardiac guy, right? Or Yeah, car, was yeah. It car, that's right. Yeah, I remember that. Pretend you have a heart attack. Uh, both equally insane. I agree. That's the Duke, Kentucky of seating if, <laughs> in, in the, in the 10,000 Frog stuff. But appreciate that. Uh, two to three shows a week would be difficult. I mean, you know, we'd love to do that. We'd love to have this, you know, kind of be our, be our thing. But for now, one a week, hopefully you can live with that. But I appreciate the kind review. Yeah, thank you, Mike, for the review. We would love to do two to three a week, but unfortunately, we don't have the time. We've got day jobs, and I'm trying to get a side hustle as a tra- as a stock trader. Now I'm learning about GameStop right. stocks. <laughs> Shelly day trader, let's go. Shelly day trader, what's up? You're gonna be like, hey, Steve, I actually can't tape this week. I'm too busy on the stock market. I'm yeah, watching I'm wor- some stocks. I'm up early for the uh, for the Hong Kong market to open up, so I can get some good deals early on. I don't even know if that's a real thing, but it sounded cool, so I just said it. I don't know. I didn't we're we're finance people. Don't worry about it. I didn't even know what MM stood for. So you're asking the wrong girl. Thank you to everyone for listening. Steve and I will be back in action next week. But until then, I still don't understand a wheel with the wing. I still don't know what to do with my hands. Thanks for listening to Small Talk. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app.